I have to tell you guys something. Sometimes things happen in the Bible and I don't get them. They don't make sense to me and they seem a little bit crazy. Do you guys agree with that? Sometimes things just don't make sense and I'm like, I don't get that. I don't. But that's okay because I follow a God who turns crazy and impossible into crazy good. And I'm going to tell you an awesome story tonight about God turning crazy into crazy good. All right? So there's this guy. His name's Abraham. And he's like 100 years old. He's not like 100 years old. He is 100 years old. He is old, okay? And he has this wife, Sarah. I don't know how old she is. Irrelevant. But Sarah's... Maybe not. Sarah can't have a baby. She's barren, okay? But all Sarah and Abraham want is to have a baby and they pray and they hope and one day God blesses them. He performs a miracle and Sarah falls pregnant and has a baby called Isaac. Okay, this is a miracle baby, all right? I don't want to try and impress you guys, but I was born eight weeks early, all right? Now, my parents sometimes call me a miracle baby, all right? Isaac is like neck level miracle, all right? (laughs) So they're so excited about this baby and then God does something crazy, something unthinkable, And he asks Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, his only son that he loves so much. It's unthinkable and it's crazy. But even more crazy is that Abraham does this. Abraham is prepared to do what God has asked him. And the very next day, Abraham gets up and he gets ready and he goes with Isaac and he's ready to fulfill this. But spoiler alert, guys, Isaac is fine. It all works out and God turns crazy into crazy good again. Isn't he amazing? But I want to look at Abraham, because this 100-year-old guy, who is a faithful man of God, stays faithful, even when God asks him to do something horrible and unthinkable. We had Fear Factor before. If there was a show called Faith Factor, all right, (laughs) Abraham, top contender, all right? (laughs) So I want to look at Abraham's faith tonight, how we can have faith like Abraham, all right? So we're going to look at a verse in James, James 1, 2, James 1, 2 to 4, and it's going to come up on the screens, and it says, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure your faith is forced into the open and it shows its true colours. It's a bit of a mouthful, so I'm going to break it down for you. So the first one says, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. What? I'm a gifts person, that's not my kind of gift, all right? Get me Tiffany all day. But let me put it to you like this. I go away for a week, okay? I come back and the rug has been pulled out from under me. Everyone's talking and the walls are caving in, I don't know what's going on. And the last time I remember being happy is when I was with my friend Amy. So I call up Amy and I'm like, Amy, what is going on? Everyone's being so mean and I don't understand. And she's like, I don't know. We need to get Hannah on this call. So I'm conferencing with my friend Hannah as well. And they're like, oh, oh, we don't know. But Stacey, we are so happy for you. We are so happy that you are going through this. Oh, what a gift. I need to hold my phones up, sorry. What a gift it is that this is going going on and this is happening to you. And you know what, ladies? I'm going to hang up on you because I don't want to hear that. And I'm going to call up my friend Maddie, all right? And she's going to get angry with me. And she's going to be like, I cannot believe people are doing this to you. We're going to delete them off Facebook. We're going to unlike all their Instagram posts. That's how we get them. (laughs) But apparently, Maddie and I are looking at this the wrong way. Because our God considers tests and challenges as opportunities. 
You know the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, tests and challenges with no way out make us stronger and strengthen our faith. They produce endurance and they cement our faith and trust in God. Let's look at Abraham. He didn't know the why behind what God was asking him to do. He just kept his eyes on God and remained faithful through the test. This is the kind of faith that I want to have. I don't know the why, but I know God is greater, greater than any test or challenge that I may come up against. Yeah? Awesome. Let's go to the second part of this verse. It says, You know that under pressure your faith life is forced into the open and it shows its true colours. Again, not a fan, all right? I like it when I can choose the pressure. I like it when I go to Indota, all right, and I put on my robe and there's all aromatherapy and they say, Miss Brown, what kind of pressure would you like today? Soft, medium, or deep tissue? Now, with my personality, I want deep tissue, all right? <laughs> I hope you guessed that. I want to hurt the next day, all right? I want my money's worth. I don't want to be able to fall asleep because then I don't know if they were in the room or not, okay? <laughs> Okay, I have priorities. <laughs> but that's not what this scripture is talking about, unfortunately. It's not talking about when I get to choose the pressure. It's talking about when things get tough, when school gets to be too much, when friends bail, when bitchiness happens, when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and that just falls apart, when the things are coming down and there is pressure, when home life's maybe a bit sucky. Maybe you're the only Christian in your house, and that is a pressure. I feel you. I feel that pressure. But when you're there, it's that you cry out for things. You cry out for things, or you cry out to things. And what you cry out for reveals your faith. Whether you cry out for God, whether you cry out for people, whether you cry out to money or relationships, it's under pressure that our faith is forced into the open and shows our true colours. But I have the best thing ever to tell you, okay? Jesus died so that we don't have to carry that pressure, all right? He carried the cross for you and for me, and he wants to help us. We don't, all we have to do is ask, is to trust him, and give him, yeah, trust him with all that we have. We just got to have some faith. When the pressure was on for Abraham, he stayed faithful for, to God. He didn't ask for this to happen. None of us ask for these pressures to happen. Sometimes it's not fair, and, so, and we don't deserve them, but God can help us if we're sold out and we put our faith in him. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys a story now. And I've been saving this story, so I'm really excited to tell you. And nobody's heard it. A couple of people have. <laughs> so, so, I was in the city and I had this training day. I was actually doing the training, okay, for work. And I was all presenting and it was all fabulous and that. And anyway, this lady came up at the end and she's like, you remind me of someone. And I was like, Miranda Kerr. I know, <laughs> I know. And she's like, no, 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 you remind me of the original Sarah Connor. And I was like, I don't know who that is. In my head, I'm like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, is it her hair? Is it? And she's like, no, 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 it's her buffness. Yep, that's Sarah Connor. Yep, yep, that's me. <laughs> All right, so I go home and I'm like to my brother, I have a younger brother, Nick, and I'm like, Nick, do we have any, term I found out was, she was from Terminator, Terminator DVDs, do we have clips, do we have anything? Like, I need to know about this Sarah Connor woman. He's like, why am I, people are saying I look like her. He's like, you don't, I'm like, no, 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 don't care, Nick, don't care. Anyway, so we get up this clip, all right, and it's the same picture there, and it's 
of Sarah Connor and she's in this room and she's doing pull-ups on a bed. And I'm like, why is she doing that? Well, she knew that you use seasons of captivity to build strength. And I'm like, I feel so spiritually connected to her. And, okay. So then, I'm sorry guys, but crazy hit, all right? And I know you can't imagine me being crazy, but crazy hit. And the next thing I know, I'm on the phone to my gym and I'm like, hi John, the guy there. I am possibly two sessions away from Sarah Connor. And I'm gonna need to train with someone who knows Israeli combat. And he's like, you're gonna need to come in for an assessment. So that should have kind of been like, oh, bring me back down, no. You can't reason with crazy, okay? So the very next day I go in, okay? And I go into the gym and I see John and I'm really surprised that he's not making a bigger deal out of me. Like, obviously he doesn't know who I am. So I walk up to him and I've just been shopping at Lorna Jane, ladies, so I'm looking fantastic and I'm ready and here in a high pony, okay? And I'm, and I'm like, hey John, you know I'm ready? And he's like, drop and give me 20. And I'm like, 20. And he's like, drop and give me 20. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I did 20 of the most poorly formed push-ups you could ever imagine. <laughs> He's then like, give me 25 star jumps, and I kind of went blank, and I couldn't remember if I clapped at the top, and it was just hot, and people were looking at me, okay? People were like, mm, she doesn't come here often. <laughs> she doesn't do this. Then I get taken by, that, that was the worst, okay? That was, it just kept getting worse. Then I get taken into this room by John where they give you the bad news, okay? And I'd failed. I'd failed the whole assessment. And he starts putting these things on me and poking and prodding at me and he is testing my body fat percentage and my results shocked him, okay? And he's like, um, and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I'm not a lazy person, okay? I do not sit around on the couch watching TV, eating food. I'm going around Melbourne changing it. And he's like, you're what we call skinny fat. <laughs> yep. John say what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, I'm so, apparently I'm so busy, I burn muscle. It hurts a little bit, all right? I'm so busy, I burn muscle. And if I want to build muscle, I have to bear weight, all right? And I left that day thinking, if we want to build muscle, oh wait, sorry. So yeah, if I want to build muscle, I have to bear weight. And I left that day thinking, how many of us are skinny fat with our faith? When everything's going good and we're running on the treadmill, it's easy. But when it comes to step up and be men and women of faith in the bad times, when it's time to bear some weight, we cave and we take our eyes off God. So we've looked at Abraham and at his faith. We've looked at having faith when tests and trials come and at keeping our eyes on God under pressure. And we've looked at having strong and secure faith when we have to step out and bear weight. But... What is faith? All right. If I could get my two volunteers who I dobbed in and Ebony. Thank you, ladies. So, yes. How fantastic was the dance? So, <laughs> thank you. So, I'm going to give you three ingredients of faith, okay? They're fat free, they're gluten free, they're paleo, they're for everybody. All right? <laughs> all right. You will all have a second serve. Okay. So the first ingredient for faith is belief. We need to examine the evidence. So what, these, what the girls are going to do is, George, George is going to fall back? Yep. Yep. Working out who's stronger. So George is assessing whether, she can, whether she's going to fall back into Ebony's arms. So she needs to assess whether she believes. Does this person look like they're strong enough to catch me? In our, in our relationship with God, we need to look at, do we believe that Jesus died for me? Do we believe what the Bible said 
And do I believe what Stacey's saying tonight? The second ingredient in that little cocktail is trust. Do I have confidence in this person? Can I trust that this person is going to catch me and won't laugh if they drop me? Do I trust God? <laughs> do I trust God? Can I rely on God? Do I trust that he has a plan and a purpose for me and does not want to harm me? And the third ingredient is action. And this takes personal involvement. This is where Ebony's, oh no, George is going to fall back into Ebony's arms. Thank you. <laughs> Don't drop her. Go. Amazing. Thank you, girls. Thank you, girls. Is it all good? So this is, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we have to decide whether you want to step out and fall back and let God catch you, okay? Because you if you believe in him, you believe there is a God, you trust him with all you have, you've got to go to that next step and just fall back and let him catch you. And I guess I'm asking you guys, do you have faith? Are you going to let God catch you? Remember what Abraham did. He had faith no matter what was going on around him. That's the kind of faith that I want to have. That's the kind of faith I want you guys to have. I want you to know that God has your back and he loves you. And I don't know where each of you are at. I don't know if you're here for the first time or if you've been to every single youth this year, whether you have faith or whether you don't. But I believe that we have an awesome God. He loves us and we should just have faith in him. So I'm going to finish and just pray for that. So God, I'd love it if you could all, yeah, yeah. Dear God, thank you for all these young people here tonight, God. Thank you that they are not here by accident, God, that you planned for them to be here, to have fun here and to hear this, God. God, I thank you that we can put our faith in you, God, that you walk, walk alongside us and that you go before us to keep us safe. I pray that tonight we raise our faith, God. I pray that for people who are here tonight that know you, that have faith in you, God, that they just fall back into your arms again, that they remember what it felt like to first fall back into your arms, God, that their faith is just raised, God, and that they just are just in awe of you, God. And God, I just pray for people who don't yet know you, who are just checking you out. God, I pray that tonight you show them love. I pray that something is stirred up inside of them and they get that little bit closer to putting their faith in you. God, I pray that we just fall back into your arms tonight and with faith, we know that you'll catch us. God, I pray for faith like Abraham.